Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 58. And y'all, we're on trial. We're on trial this episode. Well, we're not, but Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope is because this is Leslie Nope. I'm sorry. It's the trial of Leslie Nope, season four, episode nine of Parks and Rec. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I am Sean. And despite what the intro that I just gave might suggest, we're actually not having alcohol in this episode. We're drinking some dry sparkling water. I've got vanilla. Sean had a feisty blood orange that was hard to open. Yeah, that's why it was feisty. <laughs> yeah. Because I was too weak. Yeah, naturally flavored soda with other natural flavors. Mine was really good. How was yours? Yeah, I can see that. You chugged it. Yeah, it tasted like a creme soda. I mean, we watched a full episode. I drank it, sipped during the episode. Wait a minute. Wait, it tastes like what? I thought it was like a cream soda. Oh, mine tastes like, well, I don't know what blood orange is, but I guess that's what it tastes like. (laughs) Because that's the flavor. That's like the, uh, the indecency versus obscenity trial where it's like i don't know obscenity like i can't define it but i know it when i see it on a on a scale from 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 orange from <laughs> orange fanta to sunkiss it's more on the fanta side or fanta if you say it correctly i don't say it correctly wanna fanta yeah don't you wanna sean what's going on in this episode <laughs> wait a minute do we do all the pregame stuff we do before i explain what's going on in the episode I think so. I mean, if you've never listened to the show, oh yeah, what well, an episode to hop into! You get a lot of uh, sitcom rom rom com <laughs> tropes. Uh, you get the best cold open, I think, in the show. Yeah, Joey was stoked about that cold <laughs> oh, open. Oh, I love this one. It's so good. He's yelling for April. At first, I thought he said, "Hey, bro." <laughs> hey, bro! It's such a good yell, bro. <laughs> He's yelling at April because he has a pop up ad on his computer, and it's like. Hey, Ron Swanson, something, something, something. Click on this or something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. It's really good text. It was, we watched this 22 minutes ago, the, uh, the code open. So, um, and so April walks in there and she's like, what? And he's like, what is this? And I'm like, how do they have my name? And she explains cookies to him. And so he's not like, the not the chocolate chip variety internet. Yeah, internet cookies and how you know if you go and buy something, they store your information so that can, they can sell you or they can advertise other things to you. And so Ron was astonished. And so April gave him the bright idea to enter his address in to Google Earth. And this what this came out in like 2011, 2012. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you ever Google Earth your address? I remember doing it. Early 2000s, maybe? Late I did 90s. it the other day, actually, oh, for actually. the first time. <laughs> to see if your car was outside? Well, yeah. Kaylee is comparable to Ron Swanson with technology. That's true. So, yeah. We're, yeah, we're the same. We're, it's kismet. Yeah. Um, I did. I saw it the other day, and it's the house that... My parents moved to a new house, but it's the old house that I was looking at. And my grandmother's vehicle is in the driveway and my dad's truck is in the driveway and maybe another vehicle. I can't remember. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's them. And you can kind of see one of the birdhouses that's in our tree. What? 
wasn't it a thing for a while? That's very spectacular. That's a good little uh, throwback. You can tell how long ago the Google Earth cameras came, but it also tells you the date. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a new feature. Wow. Uh, I haven't. Yeah, it says like last updated 2017. I remember there was a time when people were pranking the Google Earth cameras right by like pretending to be dead yeah just down like going out that. and doing yeah, yeah. Oh, when they saw like the car coming by yeah or just at least being in the driveway or whatever oh. which yeah. what a yeah <laughs> what, a, what a world this is a a little bit of a side tangent but i feel like a lot of these now might be autonomous vehicles that are are taking the google earth cars around really? what probably at least in some areas and i've been watching silicon valley and there's a fun little uh part where one of the characters goes into an autonomous vehicle and the vehicle gets rerouted because it's being shipped to another country. So he gets driven onto this, like the door is locked and he can't get out and he gets driven onto this like shipping container and then sent across. He couldn't get out world. Yeah. Oh no. Did he have enough oxygen? He just died. That's the end of the series. It is. Oh no, he survived. Oh, he made it, but it's his character. Uh, I won't won't spoil it since, well, I'm still watching it and I don't think either one of you have watched it, but he, uh, his character just throughout the series, like gradually reveals more of like his really crazy past. Like he'll Mm. just casually drop lines. Like, I don't even want to say it. Yeah. But yeah, but it's just like, like, this is like one of the like least offensive things that have happened to him. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so yeah, Ron Google, Earth's his address. Then the next moment, he's throwing his computer away in the dumpster. And then we have that's our entire quote of the episode. Too, is that whole what? S- I think his <laughs> his face and then just throwing it into the garbage. The dumpster is the greatest. I also like that he thinks just throwing his computer away will solve yeah. the problem. No, that's not. That's what work. I was just thinking. It's like that's not going to do it. So we come back from the opening credits. And Ben and Leslie are holding hands, sitting in Chris's office, and they admit to Chris that they are in a relationship. Chris is not happy. Um, his face looked very tan, or makeup. He looked like he was wearing a lot of makeup today. I don't know what's up with Rob Lowe. He was very stressed. He was very stressed. Um, so he tells Leslie and Ben that there's going to be an immediate investigation. And so he, he just turns into the villain, the most unlikable character. Like he, I don't know. He's, like, he's this episode's Tom. Yeah. He's unlikable. Yes, Tom is very unlikable, <laughs> but he was fine today. He only had two lines, which is great. Um, or he, was, he wasn't, he was good when he was running after a golf cart too. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, the trial of Leslie Nope. I don't know how close I got this in the, uh, the 15 seconds I had in the well, who knows uh, I didn't so, even, that was yeah. so long ago Sean that was that was last week, <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> I didn't even remember that this was the uh, I saw it and I was like that can't be the name of the next episode so yeah yeah our memories are great we got two parts in Sean thought it was actually the trail of Leslie Nope well, and I thought it was the Oregon trail I can read yeah um so there's a three-person city council j- judge and no, Anne's not on the judges. And jury. <laughs> uh, and jury. Ah, oh, jury of all Anne's. That's Sean's dream. Well, I, yeah. 
Wait, wait a minute. I don't want her judging me. What if three of her were judging you? Like, Is that three times as bad? <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I don't know. We're off track here. We're off track. Yes. There's a three council thing. Uh, it's Rob versus Leslie, and they're like in a courthouse, and it's a Rob trial. Rob versus Leslie. <laughs> Chris versus <laughs> Leslie, and they're in a courthouse. It's going to be like an episode of Law and Order. They're not even lawyers. So why are they doing this? Like, you would think they're like calling testimonies and whatever. Well, if, if if you were doing something like this at your job, would there? You I, would, I think I would have represent some representation. Okay. I think, right? I've never been in an ethics dispute. I mean, we've had some with you. Our, play the video, right? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all we do. We play the video. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works, and so I, <laughs> so I know there's in an ethics. If they're doing something unethical, you just say, "Watch this video." Okay. Yeah, like we have to explain what was unethical about it. But like, we uh, I've never been in an ethical dispute. I've never seen one. I've heard about them, but I've never been in the, uh, I guess, the trial of the person who is in the dispute. And so the dispute is someone dating their. Like, you can't date your... A superior can't date one of their employees. Which is apparently just a Chris Traeger rule, but Leslie has found out it's never, like, a Pawnee rule. Um, And so, as long as, you know, nothing fraudulent happened, uh, they'll be fine. So, they're calling up all these witnesses. Chris says he has 14 witnesses. Who was his first one? Who they first talked to? Can't remember. Uh... Ben Ben is not there because I guess he's going second, and so Ben's just like, oh, I'll be on the other side of this wall. Uh, just pick this a painting of some guy from the 1800s in the courtroom or wherever the council room, and he has like a very broken face, and apparently he uh, unless this is trivia. No. This is not now. Okay, I was I was debating it, and then something better popped up. I think dynamite went off on his face. And so that's why his face very broken. So it looks like a monster. So Ben's just like, yeah, imagine so me. They call him old stone face. <laughs> imagine that's me just looking at you at, at, at support. Unless we got to the courtroom at like 3 a.m. She's matchbox 20-ing it. What is that? It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. No. Okay. No yeah. late 90s you, you music fans. Okay. Okay. No, it's fine. Only one. It's just their biggest hit. It's fine. On that one. Well, I'm not crazy. When I hear matchbox, just a little unwell. <laughs> I think of matches or little cars. Yeah, I think of the little cars. Yeah, and then matchbox leading the way. <laughs> <laughs> Them versus Hot Wheels. Who would win? Um, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Isn't Hot Wheels the leading the way one? Damn it, you're right. Yeah. Ah. Hot Wheels leading the way, except in theme songs. My little brother was obsessed with Hot Wheels, like obsessed with Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels leading the way, but the Hot Wheels. I like the Hot Wheels. Only got Hot Wheels at McDonald's when they had to offset the boy Happy Meal versus the girl Happy Meal, which I wonder how they do that now because it's 2019. You probably just get whichever toy you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just could get it, to it then too. Oh. They would ask you though, like at the drive through when you were ordering, they'd be like, do you want the boy or the girl one? And I would always look at what they were and then I would tell my mom what to get me. Oh, the hot wheel leading the way. Yeah. <laughs> Only if it's the blue one with the flames on the side of it. Uh, <laughs> how do we get here? We got here because of Matchbox 20. And yes. Let's get into the courtroom. We were leading the way. Yeah. Um, 
Someone will get that reference shot. It wasn't lost mm. on the audience. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and so there's several witnesses. They're all, you know, mostly Parks and Rec employees. Um, they call Tom. Tom. So Chris, you know, brings up the point. And it's sort of like a clip show, too, because they show old moments in, that happened in the season or in the past seasons uh, where Leslie and Tom kissed and Chris caught them in the hallway. But Tom explains it was a joke because they got matched on a dating website. And so and Tom was making a big deal with, about it. So Leslie, in order to shut Tom up, kissed, kissed him on the mouth. But he said it was like kissing his. I don't know. His aunt's. He gra- said his <laughs> older sister's older great aunt or something like that. Which would be his great aunt. Right. <laughs> Which is why it was silly. <laughs> so and Leslie's like, no, it wasn't. Um, they called Donna. They being Chris. Chris called Donna because he had like a, he had some old receipts. He was showing the receipts. <laughs> and about the, I guess the whole hotel room that they stayed at and they had bought something and Chris was trying to prove that oh that was like fraudulent he bought this for her used city government money because she requested a reimbursement but it turns out that the hotel room was they got a hotel room because the council chambers were being used and so they had to turn the hotel room into an office and she has ravaged uh, many hotel rooms before <laughs> um, and but since they still had the white people clothes on um, they did not have sex let's uh, see calls Ann Ann little easter egg here oh Ann has a laptop yeah and the case that she has it in is the one that Mark Brendanowitz gave her Oh, they kept all these that years around. ago. Yeah, so one Whoa. little throwback to him. How how'd you remember that? I looked at him. He up. looked at <laughs> him. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. But still, fun fun fact. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. Ma- Mike, Ma- Mark Brandon. <laughs> Brandon quits. Um, who I didn't dislike that much. Anyways, um, especially after he broke everything. Sean <laughs> <laughs> gets sympathy once he no longer had a neck. <laughs> Uh, um, Leslie had Anne open an email that they sent that she sent to Anne and it contained Leslie's first time making an iMovie where she had a picture of Ben and a picture of Leslie and Ben was an adorable city employee or something and Leslie was the future president of the United States and there was like hearts around him and they kind of came together and I don't know if there was like an explosion or anything, but then Leslie showed up saying, Hey, me and Ben hooked up last night. I'll call you later. This is my first time using iMovie. <laughs> um, which is again, funny. Uh, <laughs> but oh yeah. Cause that was just a verified that they started dating in May. Cause Chris Traeger was of the belief that they started dating earlier than that. So nope. The, Leslie's winning on these receipts and she's asking like the, it's a stenographer. Is that Ethel Beavers? Yeah. Ethel, like, you know, I'm totally killing this case, right? And Ethel's like, oh, it's 50 50. And then she's like, trying to get Leslie to take bets on it. <laughs> like, wait a minute, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> As, well, maybe she can. She's not, she doesn't have a horse in the race. 
um, until she bets on it, I guess. Yeah, which I think that's the unethical part. Oh. But if we're speaking about ethics in this episode, which we are, <laughs> Ron threw away his work computer in the dumpster <laughs> in the opening scene. Like, uh, where's the, you know, trial for that? <gasps> okay. Uh, what happened? What happened? <laughs> Anyways. Um, Sean gasping. Um, He's really offended there's no trial. Sorry. I'm... I'm uh, Phones are the devil. Like Antonio Brown said that Mike Mayo was. Uh, where are we going here? Oh, yeah. Who else got called to the stand? We got the hot closing. April off. was up there. April. Which was- no, she was not up there. <laughs> <laughs> April was just she acting was too much. She was supposed to be a character much. witness. Yeah, but she turned it to some character. It's been very Janet Snakehole-esque up here. Yeah. yeah, and she was pointing at um, Ethel yeah. and she yelling was- that she was the one. <laughs> Yeah, she's holding the court in contempt. And she I'm going to hold, hold myself, myself in contempt. Oh, she held her down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she called Andy, and he confessed to having accidentally taken home a laptop, mm-hmm. spilling his spaghetti in the keyboard. Spacing out before he brought it back. He, he was going to bring it back. It back. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Just and out. then now he spilled <laughs> his spaghetti in the keyboard, and he's trying to figure that out. And Chris asks, what laptop? <laughs> and he goes, objection. <laughs> Which I can empathize, spilling things on your keyboard. Most recently for me, coffee spilling. Oh, everybody on, does that, uh, right? Joey. I know. Well, it was during a all-team meeting at work. So, you know, everyone quickly like leaps up and gets paper towels and whatnot to clean it up. But very disruptive in the middle of a meeting. Hmm. Someone's presenting and then you go, ah, ah, spill. Spill everywhere. Oh, yeah. You spill stuff on your laptop? No, I don't use my laptop. Oh. It's very nerd. So it doesn't I I can turn it on, but I can't <laughs> I can't unplug it from the power source because apparently the battery mm. is like screwed, but also somehow the battery has screwed up the hard drive and so oh. like everything loads super slow. And so I don't even use it. But I got whenever I wanna whenever I wanna apply for a new job, uh I have to I use my laptop. Because that's where all my resume and stuff is. Not that I'm leaving Parks and Rec or anything like that. I'm just, you know, I got this promotion a couple years ago. Who says I don't want another one? Anyways, whenever I'm a Sean has been on his laptop quite a bit recently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I use it to get my like my resume. Um, I should kind of because the only other thing I have is an iPad, and I don't like pages. I don't know if you have pages on the MacBook. But uh, I'm familiar with pages. I'm not a huge fan of it. But yeah, the iPad does not have Microsoft Word. How old is your laptop? 2011. It's probably time to treat yourself, Sean. <laughs> and I have a desk at my new apartment and I have nothing on there. I'm like, <laughs> Just crippling so, sadness. Did I put plants on this or I've never bought a plant <laughs> in my life. You can make like the good place and put cacti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we? Andy. <laughs> Here's a he cactus. He stuff. Yes. <laughs> and so before all this, Leslie held like a team meeting and she was giving out jobs. And like, so like, and the first thing she wanted Andy to do was to go in her files and find all the possible witnesses, I believe. No, that was Ron's job. So he, she, Leslie just wanted Andy to go get files out of her dorm, but he was like looking around, not looking at her. Well, it's really complicated what she wanted him to do because she was like, okay, go in my office, find this picture of this lady, 
And on the back of this picture is taped a key. Take that key, open the bottom drawer of my desk, take out these files, bring them to me, and also bring all the other file boxes in my office. And he's like, all right, put the files into the drawer. (laughs) And she's like, no, 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 no. And April's like, I'll go with him. Yeah, and they take off. And then so Leslie tasks Ron with finding the 14 witnesses that Chris has and silence them. And so Ron gets a smirk on his face like, and she's like, not silence them, but like <laughs> make them not want to talk. And he gets an even bigger <laughs> smirk on his face. And like, so I think Donna just leaves with him. Like, she's like, ah, men, the men in this office or something like that. And then who else is left? And it's going to text Leslie every 30 seconds that everything's going to be okay. So she's running with her phone out in front of her, texting her <laughs> as she's running away, but she can still see her and she texts her like, Oh, thanks, Ann. So, yeah, the team got jobs. Who else? Right, that's everybody. Everybody got called to the board. It's snowing outside. Tammy, too. <laughs> okay, so Ron. <laughs> Ron gets called to the stand, and I forgot what she asked him. She's but, trying to oh, establish that he has a cabin yeah. and is saying the address. And, and he, he keeps like cutting her off because of Google Earth. And he's like, ah, <laughs> ah, And so she's repeatedly trying to say his full address for the official statement. She gets it all out, but I don't know if Ethel got it because he was making all that noise. But then all of a sudden he, start, he, he stops and like sniffs. <laughs> and I don't know how he, how do you describe the, uh, said, I can smell the sulfur off her cloven hooves. His wife was coming. His ex-wife. So in walks Tammy, too, uh, from fresh from the library in a dapper suit, uh, sits down. And, you know, Leslie thinks, man, she's got nothing. But uh, Chris starts talking to her. And, and like she's like, yeah, I got damning evidence against uh, Leslie and Ben. And then Chris is like, all right, cool. So if anything, any of this is like falsified, then I'm going to fire you. And so she was pulling out pictures out of her purse. But then as soon as he said that, he put the, she put the pictures back in her purse and said, man, I got nothing on she just leaves. <laughs> so a quick cameo for Tammy too. A Tamio. Hmm. Bye. She must not have been busy that week. Um. <laughs> uh, so they think they have it in the bag. Like, and then Chris says, oh, I got one more witness. And that one more witness happens to be uh, the guy who caught Leslie and been kissing at little Sebastian's thing. And then they ended up giving him like a gift certificate. For a spa day. Yeah. And like, they thank you for your discretion. Yeah. And he didn't see anything. So why he didn't keep his mouth shut, I don't know. Snitches get stitches. Hopefully he comes back later with like well, crime stoppers will also be on the works case. For them. <laughs> yeah, crime stoppers. Uh well he also works for the government, so it's like he would have to perjure himself. So he but, has to tell the truth. But like we said whenever we saw that episode, they could have just said nothing. Like they could have just not bribed him. Yeah. Like he doesn't know just, they could have acted ethically yeah. in that situation and done nothing about it, he probably wouldn't have cared. He probably wouldn't have even really remembered them. 
And then if he did get called to testify in this trial, all he would have said is, oh yeah, I saw them kissing that day. And everything that happened at the little Sebastian Memorial that had to get changed wouldn't have had to get changed. We see a little Sebastian in this episode as well. Oh, but he's so little. Yeah. He's just a stuffed animal. Yeah. Ben gives him to Leslie. Ooh, I guess that was a little bit of foreshadowing for the witness. Oh. As soon as he said bribery, I was like, oh man, this guy's about to be here. He's about to nart. And so he tells... (laughs) I don't know what's worse, that or Tammy... Tamia. Oh. <laughs> what did you just say? I just said nah. Oh. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> the guy, he tells what happened, and and then so Leslie's freaking out, and so she called, asked for like a fifty-five day recess or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got thirty minutes because we're at the end of this thing, um, and so she's talking to her crew. They're trying to figure out what to do, but she's like, all right, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to just admit it. And then her and Ron have like a heart to heart about how she's still a good person. I think like you're a good person. That yeah. Did a bad she, thing, but there's still a, a good person. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. There's a mural on the wall behind them and it has all the bad things that ever happened in Pani on the left and all the good things that ever happened on the right. And she's like, I'm a bad person, Ron. Ron, I'm a bad person. And he says, no, you're a good person, Leslie. And she says, no, I'm bad. And he said, no, the difference is that good people realize what they've done is bad. They confess to it and they learn from that experience and try to be better in the future. And she's like, all right, let's wrap this up. Well, you didn't mention it, Sean, but we might as well just jump into the trivia now because before Leslie concedes that she's going to do this, she tries to get everyone to find loopholes Oh. Of old oh. Pawnee hmm. laws. I don't know about all And there are oh, okay. four of them that get mentioned. Do you remember what they all are? The lady with the showing elbow? No. No, that's <laughs> one of the murals okay. is for... The one April says is if a woman laughs in public, she's a witch. And then April says that's true. Uh Donna, sorry, do you want to... Black people can walk on the sidewalk. Still can't walk on the sidewalk. <laughs> she says in, in Pawnee, black people still are not allowed to walk on the sidewalk. Uh, and everyone just kind of, like, she's all animated about that. And everyone else, no one says anything. And no one really says anything when any of the people say that one. But that was the most outrageous one. I yeah. felt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What else happened? Ron and Tom yeah, each Tom have one, if you can one. remember. Tom says one. Ron says the other. Mm, but I don't remember Ron's. I remember how Tom looked when he said it. So now I'm trying to remember those words. What was the, what was generally what Ron's was the subject of? That was a weird way to say that. Uh, uh, Love making. Oh. oh, go. Wait, were they connected? So like, no, like no, every of them, every sex position was outlined except missionary. But then missionary was two oh, years oh, later. Okay. Missionary was also bad. That was Ron's. That was Ron's. Oh, okay. And then Tom's. Tom's was about a certain type, certain group of people. Pre- Presbyterians. Yeah. Presbyterians. What? You can like speak or something? should a Presbyterian speak out of turn? Mm. He may be caned across the shin bone. That's it. <laughs> 
I don't remember hearing the cane to cross the shin bone part. I think I had like turned to focus on something. Six lashes of the cane. Have you ever read the story about the boy that got caned in uh, like 1993 or 94? He was in he was like in Singapore. School? No, oh. he was in Singapore, and he got arrested for graffitiing. Oh. And the U.S. and Singapore hashed out a deal where he would, I believe it was six canings across the bottom. I should look this up for and then factual because we're an educational. Yeah, it was like a, a big old thing, referenced in the song "Headline News" by Weird Al. Oh, fun little fact there. Is that the song? It's the one that uh, samples crash test dummies. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and it talks yeah. about um, Tanya Harding. Yeah. Yeah. He just took news stories from. Yeah. Must have been 94, I guess, with Tanya Harding. As I, Tanya, taught us, as well as the internet. Yes, because I fully remember the year. Ah. Oh. That she. I'm trying to find. Because caning is like a, like a common punishment in Singapore. And since this happened in Singapore. Is it just Currently, one? or? It was. It was. I'm trying to look up how many lashings of the cane. <laughs> I think that's it's strikes of the cane or something. I don't know. My friend was Vampla talking to me yeah. earlier, like a week or two ago, about how one time she got paddled at school because it was back when you could still paddle people, yeah. kids. And apparently she like never told her family about it. She got paddled. She told me what it was for. It seems like paddling was a bit severe. And then she was just like, all right. When I was in private school, before I went to public school, so like first grade, mm, kindergarten, yeah. first grade, I got. You got paddled? It was, no, it was You're a bad little kindergartner? It was a belt. It was a belt? Yeah. They belted you? How many lashes of the belt? I don't remember. I just remember crying hysterically. No. But I got whooped at home all the time. Baby so Sean. Like, yeah, but it's different, I feel like. When it's not your dad doing it? Yeah. Oh. Did your parents count? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sucked. Did your parents... No, no, no. Count, like, as a pun... Like, count to, like, three or five or whatever. And then if you didn't stop what you were doing by then... Like a countdown. Oh, no. I thought you meant count the... uh, Yeah, the... The flashing. Yeah. I did, too. Mine just started a clock. It was, like, double dare. (laughs) Let's put 60 seconds on the clock. (laughs) Go. No. Just as many lashings as you can get in 60 seconds? Yeah. Oh, good. But it was while we were in a giant nose. <laughs> so I'm Joey sorry. didn't get punished as a child. I, That's what we're no, learning. I did, but not with not with a belt. Not physically. I, but yes, yeah, six six strikes of the cane, six strokes of the cane, Michael Fay, hmm. I, who confessed to theft and vandalism, but said that he only stole road signs and he didn't vandalize oh. anything. And he was uh, subjected to six strokes of the cane, got it down to four after the U.S. Re- requested leniency. And as of August 2018, he's working as a casino manager in Cincinnati. So if you're ever in the uh, Three Rivers area, keeping us Wikipedia, updated on what he's doing. Reported by a Singaporean news outlet. So maybe Singapore is keeping better tabs than America is. Yeah, they don't want him back. Crazy. Yeah, don't commit crimes in other countries. That's yeah. like, you're just... LiAngelo Ball. There's just so <laughs> much that can happen, you know? ASAP Rocky. It's scary. What did ASAP Rocky do? We got into a fight. Nah. In Bali? It's like Sweden? Swedish people are so nice, though. Not to him. He kind of stood out. 
yeah. <laughs> that is true. He doesn't have blue eyes or <laughs> or blonde hair. This is a real real obscure sidebar, but uh, Bob the song Magic. You know, he says, "I need a volunteer. How about you with the eyes?" Mm-hmm. Randomly, I was listening to some YouTube the other day. That song came on, and I always read the comments because I'm a freak. Top comment was quoting that line, how about you with the eyes? And then it was like, Fetty Wap walks away sadly. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boo. Oh, that's so mean. Oh, no. That's awful. Oh, the internet. <laughs> so, um, they, the three-person jury judge council members have come to a decision. And before they came back in there, Leslie's like, hey, has Ben out there? He's like, no, he's, he's not there. And Donna's like, well, I'll go find him, but he wasn't there. And so whatever. So they clear the court. So we come to the decision. And our decision is, Leslie, you're going to be suspended with pay for two weeks. And Leslie's shocked because she was, thought she was for sure going to be fired because she bribed a guy. Yeah. Who narked on her. Which was what Sean's he got his done. crime stuff shirt on. I no, I don't. To point no, this out. No. Um, I can see it under your. Is, <laughs> wait, is, is there <laughs> a penalty for taking a bribe? Uh, That's six strokes yes. of the cane, I think. Oh, okay. but yeah. giving a bribe anyway. Because I he, would think there would be because I mean, he got the facial and he ratted out the person that get. Who's the real loser here? Like Ben. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> we get to that, but. <laughs> But and so Leslie's like, wait a minute! I thought I was gonna be fired, and Chris is like, Nah, fam, <laughs> Nah, fam. It's been we had a meeting with Ben, uh, and he, in order to protect you, he admitted guilt and took all the fault and resigned. So you only get two weeks, and then Chris went into some little monologue of how oh he was only trying to protect the government. But get out of here, Chris. You you did your two friends dirty, if you can call them friends. But it <laughs> is literally his job title. Literally. Yeah. Like, his job is and let's to... let's talk about yeah. Chris here. He was very sad to be in this situation, apparently. That he's taking all the herbal supplements and pills and... Because he was stressed. And, and he just... So, like, during the uh, trial, his desk was just a bunch of medicine. On and, like, <laughs> little weights and different stress, exercise hand thing. Machine. Yeah. yeah. And to he, fight off depression. Yeah, apparently he's getting depressed. Over having to put his friends in this situation. Because just let it go. What kind of friend is he? Would you want him as a friend? Well, he's very ethical. He's banging Jerry's daughter. That's not and unethical. telling Jerry about it. Well, yeah, that's weird. Very vividly. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't approve of that behavior particularly, yeah. but that's not a matter of ethics. I don't think. He led Anne on. He is not ethical at all. Well, I guess it I is would a never do of ethics something. if you're thinking about like <laughs> ethics in the grand scheme. But so uh, Chris tells Leslie that that meeting was on the record, and so Leslie, you should listen to the last part of that transcript and <laughs> Ethel reads it to her and it's basically uh Chris jumping around stressed out and been like are you okay and then 
I don't remember exactly. <laughs> but yeah, sit down. <laughs> and then Ben says, yeah, um, it's completely my fault. I'll resign. And Chris is like, are you sure? And then they say some other stuff. But then Ethel comes back with Chris crying in Ben's shirt. <laughs> well, Chris says, was it all worth it, Ben? And Ben basically says, yes, I love Leslie. Nope. This is what I want. I don't want to have to sneak around and I want to be with her. So, yes, it was all worth it. I love her. And so this is when... So I don't know. I, I've said this before. I hate rom coms. It's so cheesy and corny, like stupid. Except the Notebook, one of Sean's favorites. Never seen it. Ah, um, apparently they. they I just, haven't either. I Have you not seen it, Joy? No, I know what oh. happens. Why do you talk about it all? The time? <laughs> or is that a is that a <laughs> walk to remember? Constantly. Talk. Which one is the one where they're they're old, old at the and, end? Yeah, that's, that's notebook. 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 Okay. Walk to remember. They're young. Okay. Yeah. Also uh, different. And they people. remember the walk in the well, Notebook. That's. What? Isn't Rachel McAdams in both of them? No. No. Isn't it Mandy Moore in Walk to Remember? Is it? I think so. We have phones. I'll look this up. You vamp. Um, <laughs> Mandy Moore? <laughs> or someone. Um, and so, yeah. Oh, man. It, Candy's such a good song by I, Mandy Moore. Oh, I thought you meant by uh, like Candy. Will Smith? Featuring no, Cameo? <laughs> The actual cameo. The actual song. cameo song. I thought you meant I want candy. No. By Bow Wow. Man, we're getting top five candy songs. Ooh. No, that's not what we're doing. The Will I'm Smith going to... one, Sean, we'll have to play for you offline. <laughs> Sean's doing his disco pose again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to wrap up the episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to share the great Will Smith line from Candy. And it is what? Is, he does a whole verse where it's just candies. And oh, yeah, my favorite part about. is we can snicker all night at my Jolly Ranch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Well worth it. He's quite Shut the artist. all of you. Shut up. all of you. Um, <laughs> hey. Yes, Mandy Moore's in a walk to remember. Boom. Along so yeah, rom-com. Shane West. It's stupid. It's cheesy. It's corny. This stuff does not happen in real life. Well, maybe it does, but it hasn't happened in my life. So maybe that's why I hate it all. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, God, that's sad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've never had someone look at me with a smile. No, Anyways. <laughs> so with it snowing outside. Snowing. Um, ben is waiting outside in the snow at his house. His house or her house? Somebody's house where it's, it's got to be cold. He's on the stoop. Yeah. Go inside. Anyway. Also, neither one of their jackets seemed like they were equipped for that amount of snow. Right. I guess Leslie drove in part, didn't turn the car off, goes up the bend. Hey, babe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he's like, she's like, how'd your day go? And he was like, I forgot what he said. It's something stupid. Anyways, so they're standing really close to each other. It's like, wait, there's one more transcript. I'm, I'm shaking Haley's microphone. There's one more. <laughs> Sean is livid right now. Uh, there's one more statement that was on the transcript thing uh, that you needed to hear. And then so Ethel gets out the back of the car and someone's hungry. Um, no, that's not what she said. That was Joey's stomach. He made a noise. <laughs> Or his chest. <laughs> I don't know. I'll edit the sound out. So someone's <laughs> hungry. <laughs> Ethel. Ethel. Ethel the jokester. Starts reading what 
Leslie said to Ethel, because Ethel's she's in her own transcript. She has to say Very her own meta. Name. Yeah. Um, that and basically Leslie loves Ben too, and she's still reading what Leslie said, and they start making out and it pans out and Ethel makes the joke of, can I get a ride home? It's it's just oh, stupid. And then the episode ends. No, the episode doesn't end because we have the hot closing with Jerry or Gary being called. And they can't get over the fact that Jerry t- tells them, like, well, you told me to state my real name. My real name is Gary Gurkich. And they're like, what? And so he shows him his ID and it says Gary on there. Unless he can't get past the point that it says Gary, nor can Chris. So they just take him off the stand. And Before then, he can say anything. Yeah. And then the episode's over. Can I point out a goof? Yeah. From this? So he's Gary now, right? But in the time capsule episode, he's reading from his mom's diary and it references young Gerald, which is short for Jerry. So we're like, his name really is Jerry. Gerald is is short for Jerry. Yeah. It could be for Gary. Not for Gerald. It'd be Gerald then. (laughs) No, Jerry is short for Gerald. Never mind. Uh. Geraldo. Yeah. Short for Hank. Yeah. But yeah. And there it is. A very disappointing end to the episode. But not to our episode because we still <laughs> have to do our top five. You'll get caught up in the top five. And you literally might be caught up in this week's top five because Haley, what is this top five? It's about snow. Yeah. And in Joey fashion, we're going to call them snow mints, like snow <laughs> moments. <laughs> Snowman. Oh. Sean hates it. Joey loves it. <laughs> 10 points for Gryffindor. I am a Hufflepuff. 10 points for Hufflepuff. So is Sean. I'm not proud of it, though. That's why it's just 10. <laughs> yes, you are. We, Hufflepuffs I've are already, the best. I've, that we, might be a top five Hufflepuff line. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So. For Sean, another podcast. Sean has been cringing for 28 minutes straight. Why? Why are you angry about Hufflepuffs? <laughs> I think he's more angry about snowmans. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm more angry about Hufflepuff. I remember when I did it on a Pottermore. I was excited. It's like, ooh, I can be... Uh, of course, everybody wants Gryffindor, but they could be uh, Slytherin, Slytherin or Ravenclaw. And I got, I got Hufflepuff, and I was like, who is the famous Hufflepuff? Oh, Cedric Diggory. I mean, spoiler, he dies. And so <laughs> I was like, no. It's okay. He's reincarnated as a vampire. Yeah. In a different series. Yeah. Did people put that together? Did they say I'm sure. like a fan fiction of how? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'd read it. Sean, I, yeah. Sean said, what are the odds? <laughs> We're like mm-hmm. one in four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so I did it again, and I tried to answer the questions differently. Still got a Hufflepuff. You know why? Because you're a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Sean's like, come on, Sorting Hat. And Sorting Hat's like, nothing. He's like, you a Hufflepuff. You a Hufflepuff. Stop um, wasting my time. And then you Let's read go. the description, and you're like, I am a Hufflepuff. I, yeah, yeah. I wasn't happy about it. Did and you so read the That was the last time I ever logged back into Embrace Potter yourself, more. because... Sean said no more to it's Potter. It's me, through and through. Snowmits. Snowmans. Please, your snowmans, yes. Hush. My snowmans. So, the first time I ever saw snow, but it wasn't real snow. It was just like flakes of of snow falling from the sky, and they were not sticking to the ground. I was probably three or four. 
Um, and so my parents got me and my brother and they were like, it's snowing. And we went outside and we were standing on like our little porch and we were like, oh my gosh, there's snow. And my dad took off his hat and he was like trying to catch the snowflakes in his hat. And we caught a couple and we were looking at them and it was so cool. But then also the hat was like warm from his head. So they were melting immediately. (laughs) Um, so that was the first time I like sort of saw snow and it was very exciting and we just didn't we were just overjoyed this was in houston correct this was in pasadena pasadena south um texas yes and yeah i was like it was i don't know i was three or four um yeah so then my next one was also at my dad's house um but by this time my baby sister was about one or two years old so this was like much later um and a layer of snow fell this time and it kind of covered it covered our trampoline and then like was sticking to the ground in places so it was like a good amount of snow we could see it on people's roofs um but it was also i think it melted before the end of the day or it melted the next morning or something um so we all went outside and we were put we were like just trying to find whatever clothes to put on that would somewhat keep us warm out there because we didn't i mean i lived in houston pasadena area like it does not snow it does not even get that cold i wear shorts all through the winter shorts that sounded strange all through the winter but on this particular day we had to get shoes for warmth so i remember i was like dressing my sister and i put on these like pink sweatpants on her and i threw like a purple onesie over her other shirt and i was like okay you gotta be warm and we put a hat on her head and i carried her outside and then she was just like mesmerized by the snow like she didn't know what was happening and then i put her on the trampoline and she was like standing there and she was a little bit scared she was a little bit nervous of like oh my gosh there's something on here and i have to step on it uh, but then we were like jumping with it and playing and it was really fun uh and then we all got super cold and wet because the snow immediately went through our clothes and then we had to run inside um but that was fun and my next one is when i went skiing um and so this was the first time i think anyone that was on the like definitely i don't think my parents had been skiing before and my siblings and i we hadn't been skiing before so my one brother he went snowboarding and he actually like strained his elbow during his snowboarding which was unfortunate especially because he had a jujitsu tournament a couple weeks later so that wasn't good but no i don't really know how (laughs) i mean like yeah i don't know i don't know how the rounds and things work at those but yeah no he did not um partially due to his injury um and yeah so we were skiing and so we had to you know like if you've ever been skiing you know that there's like an instructional piece they teach you how to do the different things we had to go on the ski lift I was not a fan of the ski lift. I didn't understand the whole like getting on and getting off thing. I was really freaked out about the getting on. Well, the getting on was okay. It was the getting off that freaked me out a lot. Like to the point where I was like, I'll just stay on. And they were like, you cannot stay on and go down the mountain on this. And I was like, okay. Uh, like every time we did it, it scared me so much. I I guess I just thought my skis were going to catch in the snow and I was going to like flip over them and slam my face. And then I would stand up and the ski lift would hit me in the back of the head or something crazy like that. I, I was worried the ski would get caught and I'd be like upside down being hung Yeah. by the ski. Oh. And yeah. that's just, it's not a situation that you want to be, be scary in. scary too. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. Skiing is, is a lot more fun than I thought it might be for me personally. Um, oh, I just realized that trip I was on is also right around the time that um, 
what's her name natasha robertson richardson richardson um she died after a skiing accident where she suffered from trauma to her head um and so that either happened while we were skiing or right after and so we were all like also freaked out about that i just remembered um so that was a downside of the trip uh she's the she was she's an actress she was in the parent trap she's the mom only knew when sunny got into the oh yeah that too ski accident yeah. Of Sonny and Cher. I was making a uh, face like I have no clue who this lady is that Haley was mentioning. Yeah. She's Liam Neeson's wife as well as an mm-hmm. actress. In real life or as In a- real life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, his late wife. I did not know that. Yeah, either. but she like fell mm-hmm. during skiing and was, I think, fine, like lucid for a yeah, while. Yeah, she seemed fine. And then, um, then there was like trauma that she had suffered that they didn't realize and so because of that there was like complications i don't know all the details but uh i think that they said if she had gotten emergency medical help right away she, there was a high likelihood that she might have survived which but she didn't know, know cause she yeah was, like that happens that happens all the time where you get injured and you're like this isn't a big deal and like how do you know when maybe it is a big deal you know so that's i think that was why it was like also more scary yeah um okay <laughs> let's switch it back to a less somber note yeah uh this past march i went on a service break experience through saint edwards university my alma mater and i went with a group of students there and we went to colorado and we did some service work um but one of the days that we also had like a half day off hmm. So on our half day off, we drove up a mountainside and then we kind of hung out and like saw the view and we built a snowman and we trekked around in the snow and we had snowball fights and we took pictures and we made snow angels and you know, we all, it was just like a fun, like bonding moment. And a lot of the people on the trip had never been in snow before. So that was also their like first experience with it, which was super cool. Um, and we were trekking around and it was really slippery. And so we were having to like hold each other up and make sure we didn't fall. And it was just a fun, like camaraderie moment. Um, and also it's beautiful. So it was good. And we took some pictures there. Pictures. Uh, and then my last one wrapping this up, um, when I was in high school, I went on a trip to South Africa and Lesotho and it was a month long and that was also a service trip. Um, that I fundraised the shit out of to get there. Fundraised that shit. All day fundraising. Um, and I was finally able to go and it was very exciting. But when I was there, I went on a run with one of the, it was like through an organization. And so one of the organization leaders, I'm pantomiming run and Joey's making fun of me. Um, one of the organization leaders, he liked to run and I liked to run. So we and another person, and I can't remember who the third person was, we all went on a run. I think it was like a local actually. Um, and we like during our run, we were running over frozen waterfalls and like through the mountains and the snow and it was super cool and also beautiful. So that's my top five snow moments. Well, I'm sorry. My top five snowmen's. So you're telling me you never waited for Joey at the, on the steps in the middle of the snow with very light jackets. <laughs> no, but in with fact, a stenographer. Yeah. But in fact, 
last time I was at Joey's parents' house, they live in Chicago where it's very snowy. He was like, hey, can I tackle you onto the lawn in front of that? I said lawn with a D onto the lawn in front of that window. And I was like, I guess. And he ran at me and tackled me so hard onto the earth. It knocked the wind out of me and hurt a lot. And then I got the coat wet. And then his mom was like, yeah, that's why you're not supposed to lay in the snow. And because I got the coat all wet. And I was like, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Also, Great form tackle. Yeah. And I was like, I felt bad because I got the coat wet. But also, it hurt so much. And it was Joey's fault. <laughs> oh, Joey's anyway. an angel. Yeah. He does nothing wrong. Then I made an angel yeah. in the snow after I was tackled. With the coat. Mm-hmm, with Ooh. the coat. Got it even more wet troublemaker that's like, that's, that's she didn't respond to you tackling she didn't, <laughs> no we breezed over that I, <laughs> i'm sure they mentioned it i tried to yeah it was like i thought it was very obvious that i did it but i don't know who saw i don't know because yeah i feel like most if not everyone <laughs> sorry most if not everyone that was in the house was near the window when that happened so they all know. just happened to be looking down all yeah. at once i just yeah. see Haley laying down what are you doing? Getting the coat wet. Ah, good snowmans though. Good snowmans. Thank you. Thank you. Sean, what are you mad about? Let me tell you how dumb football is. <laughs> yes. Do you want to know how dumb football is? I just thought how of dumb snowman. is it? Well, let me tell you the good thing. Football can be good sometimes. Cowboys won in convincing fashion. Uh, they beat the Giants. It's week one of NFL season, guys. Um, so I was very impressed with that. So Sean will be either very happy or very sad for the um, next four months. Yeah, this is going to be <laughs> quite the ordeal. Um, there's an alarm. Uh, so yeah, Cowboys won. My survivor pick won. Um, it was almost a uh, tragedy. Now, what's what's Survivor for people that don't oh, know? Sorry, Survivor. So in Survivor. It's a reality TV show where a bunch of people are dropped onto an Prost. island. And, okay, go, Sean. <laughs> uh, it is where you have a to Destiny's pick. Child song Thank you. from the early aughts. It's also a Reba McIntyre song. I will survive. No, it's that's not, that wasn't Reba McIntyre. No, no I, I was adding in to the yeah, to Carrie Underwood. Yeah, she remixed that. No, cover? she's the original. Okay. No, she's not. <laughs> I, know, I didn't know she did a cover. Uh, Survivor football. Oh. It's where you pick a team to win a game that week. And if they win, you survive, and then you get to pick a team to win the next week. You cannot pick the team that you already previously picked. So there's got to be some strategy because maybe you want to pick the good teams later. But week one, it's always a wild card because you don't know how good these teams are or how bad they are. For example, last year, week one, I picked the Saints to win. They played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When Ryan Fitzpatrick threw five touchdowns in New Orleans and beat the Saints, and I was automatically out. There goes, I think, $25 to be in that league. I can't remember. Uh, Anyways, so yeah, Survivor. So the sure thing pick, the biggest spread is the Seattle Seahawks, who are great road home. They're a great home team. They got the 12th man, which is their crowd. That gives them such a home field advantage playing the. Low-ass Cincinnati Bengals. (laughs) For the majority of this game, they're losing. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I just lost again in week one. I'm never doing this again. Why do I put money on this? 
and they uh, they came back. I think they took a one point lead and almost lost at the end. I heard it was controversial. I didn't have red zone up at the time, uh, but some Bengals are saying they got screwed. So it was you know my heart racing. Football is dumb. I shouldn't. I should just watch the games and enjoy, especially the teams I don't care about. I don't care about the Seahawks or Bengals. Look, why? Why am I worried about this? Whatever. I win that. And so then, let me tell you about fantasy football. Now, okay, another caveat. I won this week in fantasy too, but, <laughs> but I shouldn't. I tried to retire from and. My friend Chris, he's going to be listening to this episode, and he sent out updates to our fantasy group. Chris gives great updates. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for a very entertaining updates on on the Parks and Rec yeah. podcast. But um, I tried to retire last year because I just wanted to enjoy watching football. I wasn't good. I had like three, four straight losing seasons after winning the first season of that we started doing this back in 2012. Um, my team is bad. It's a keeper league. I don't have any good players to keep. Whatever. I tried to retire. They couldn't find anybody to replace me. And I got talked into going back into it, getting my 40 bucks. Somebody else said, oh, I can't play. Within hours, they found a replacement for him. I'm not going to. That's the end of that. Suspicious. But, <laughs> but, um, Fantasy football. I'm sitting here worrying about a backup running back for the Houston Texans. And should I play him or another running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that I should pick up? Why am I worried about that? <laughs> doesn't make sense. I should just watch football and enjoy it. But no, thanks to fantasy football, I'm worried about players who have, don't know their lives at all. And I don't care what happens to them in their life. I just want them to get me points. And I don't want to be that human. Because, like, when Andrew Luck retired, everybody's pissed because, like, oh, I dropped him in fantasy. Can the man live? <laughs> he doesn't like football anymore. My brother made that exact comment of, like, he shot my fantasy football team. Yeah. This man got a life. He, he, he's been hurt a lot. He doesn't like rehabbing. Also, why are you drafting a guy that's injured already? He was injured going into the season. That's why he retired, because he's like, know, I'm Joey. sick of being but hurt he, all the time. I would I mean, know, because he's me, and now I only have two nationally recognized <laughs> doppelgangers. I mean, he's still yeah, nationally, he's still nationally yeah, recognized. A couple of years from now, we can talk about 2023. <laughs> like, Andrew Luck? Yeah. But then it'll be easier to be mistaken for him, because we're already about the same age. So in a couple of years, you'll be the same age? Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's how time works. Makes sense. All right, so you'll hear more fantasy football rants from me down the line. I, I ended up winning this. This week. is also everyone's favorite is hearing about other people's fantasy. Yeah, people hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but so those were two good things, three good things. I've almost had a perfect football weekend, but there was a college football game this past Saturday. Yes, there was. That happened uh, when the Texas Longhorns took on the LSU Tigers, and. The main draw going into this game was both schools like to call themselves DBU, meaning Defensive Back University, because both schools have very good defensive backs that get drafted into the NFL. The final score was 45 to 38, and both quarterbacks threw for 400 yards. I don't think any school can claim DBU. And why? Low graduation rate. DBU. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, Dallas Baptist University. That's what it means. Anyways, what we're going is, why do I care about these kids who are providing entertainment, but 
as the entertainers aren't getting paid and they're running around in padded tights, blowing their <laughs> brains up. And I'm investing so much time in it. Why? Why do I do that? Why? Why does the country have a? This It took us two hours to get out the parking garage. Oh my gosh! Getting out of the parking garage was <laughs> awful. Yeah. Yeah. Per- <sighs> I walked back to where I parked, and it took less time, probably. Yeah, I right. think I'm <laughs> which was two miles away. Was, yeah. So I'm working at the UT home games this season in the members club tent, selling tickets to members so they can buy food and beverages. Um, so I was also at the game and we were parked in our parking garage and yeah, we were in there trying to get out for maybe 40, 45 minutes. What should have been a 10 minute drive from the parking garage to where my car was parked turned into an hour or more. And then I still had like 20 plus minutes to get home. So fun. So fun. Love football. It's back. So that's what I'm mad about. I'm mad that I love this sport that has captivated this country. And it's both the NCAA and the NFL are trash organizations. But I still watch and pay money to attend their games. Sean's still latched to the teat. Yeah. The teat. Speaking of teats. What? Next episode (laughs) has nothing to do with it. Not really segue sometimes. (laughs) Well, you know what? Speaking of not really segueing, here's an episode not featuring a segue. Citizen Nope. Go. Uh, so I guess she's kind of feeling the effects of the trial. This probably takes place while she's suspended. And so instead of being a, a city employee, she's a citizen of the city. And people are going to say, oh, you want to run for... Oh, okay. Well, I'm done. So you don't think it's a spoof of Citizen Kane? What's that? Oh my goodness! Okay, we'll we'll solve this offline. In the meantime, if you want to give Sean <laughs> a little scoop on what Citizen Kane is, maybe just text him Rosebud or something. What's Citizen you Kane? You can email us at parksrectpod at gmail dot com or hit us up on Twitter, or Facebook at parksrectpod. Perhaps most importantly, ignore Sean's lack of classical cinematic knowledge for oh a moment. Gosh. Give us five stars on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. I uh, Spotify now. Yeah. Spot. I don't think you can review on Spotify yet, but you can subscribe, give it a follow, and give it a stream, because that's how we do it on Spotify. That's the terminology. How would I know? Also with Apple. Anyways. Parks and Rec. (laughs) This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.